Welcome back, everybody, to the second the edition, second episode. The yeah. second episode of what we don't know the name of. Yeah, yet. yeah, we got to figure out the name of it. But um, yeah, we're slacking on that. We got to get a profile picture. We got to up profile up, picture. You mean a cover? Yeah, yeah, cover. Uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't set off the fire alarm with that shit, dude. I don't. I don't set. You know what? I just need nicotine. <laughs> um we'll cut that out <laughs> <laughs> no we won't um so zach's moving in to my apartment <laughs> complex and as of yesterday as of yesterday and so we help him move in today it's currently three we're taking a little break um we haven't eaten all day i'm just gonna put that out there hey but i'm losing weight so you're losing weight yeah um my sh- my shoes are sopping wet i'm just <laughs> I was gonna say something inappropriate. Mine, uh, mine are a little bit. I have a hole yeah. in the bottom of my nice boots. But basically, we've been moving in. We uh, we have a room reserved. This is where we record. Is at our university. Um, gig them. Uh, and the room. If you are ten minutes late, they cancel it. We got yeah. here at three ten. It was scheduled for three. <laughs> yeah, we were we were pushing it. I I turn mine down a, a little bit, dude. I rode a I rode a scooter uh, here, and I I got here before Kale did, but I went into the wrong building. Yeah, it's first semester on campus, so yeah. Uh, he went into Evans Library, and he was supposed to go into the annex. Uh, but I didn't. So, so I he went to the, the wrong building, and then and I still went to the wrong floor and was confused why I couldn't find it. And I was on two floors lower than where I should have been. It's kind of like my I work just, ethic in life. I just want you to know, I got from my apartment to the library and. Four minutes. I did too. I got there in five from when I got. I was here at like 304. Yeah. But I was an idiot. So. Yeah. You're an idiot. You're, you know, the Grinch. Yeah. Okay. I, I get the reference. Yeah. But anyway, that's how, that's how we got here today. And, um, the, the, the word to the wise, uh, ride VOs when you can because they're lifesavers. Don't listen to Kale because he will tell you to I, not ride VOs. He thinks they're a waste of money. But if you are in a time crunch and you got some extra moolah, pay the extra two fifty. Listen, I'm in econ two two right now. Sunk and cost. The co- yeah, sunk cost, baby. Now he has money in his VO account, so that's a sunk cost. So, but the I cost benefit for me on the VO is not there. Yeah, and they're convenient when you need it, so it's good to have something going. Uh, anyway, so news moving in to the same apartment as Kale, kind of last minute, um, and what we're gonna kind of segue into. I've been dealing with a house flood with my current housing company. I'm not going to name them out of respect because uh, I did work for them and they were fantastic to me for the time being. And uh, there really wasn't much problem living there. Um, But starting back in December, uh, we woke up one morning to two inches of water on our living room floor. And uh, lo and behold, I don't know, something busted. One of my roommates was out of town. Uh, well, I, I'll be busting every night, but um, one of my roommates was out of town. <laughs> <laughs> one of my roommates was out of town. Actually, not every night, but one my, of my roommates. My grandma just finished a workout. I just got a notification on my Apple Watch. It said, Nana has completed workout. Fuck yeah. I love that, dude. <laughs> Keep going. But go, Nana. Go, Nana. Go, Nana. Good for you, hon. You got it, darling. Um, yeah. So it got flooded in December. Um, figures out that the roommate that was out of town, a pipe underneath his sink had bust. 
they did kind of try to pin it on us. They told him when they called him, they said, did you leave the bathtub running? Who the fuck asked if the bathtub was running when he's gone and out of town? I don't know anybody that would leave their home with a bathtub on. So that was a stupid question. But we, they had to move all the stuff out of the bedrooms downstairs because they had to rip up the carpet. So we did not have a kitchen or a living space for three weeks. And then I left for Christmas break. I came back. And after about two weeks, all of a sudden, um, I'm having somebody over and we're sitting in the living room and there's water that just starts pouring out of the air vent. And we're like, what's going on? So we call throughout that whole night. I'm going to sum it up because it's a long, long story. I had about five different times with maintenance coming in and out of our house. Every time they would leave, it would start flooding again. And it got to a point where lights were falling out of our ceiling. Sparks were flying holes. Like you could see the water spots in the whole ceiling. And we didn't know, they didn't know what was going on. So finally they just cut the water off to our house. They cut out a bunch of holes in our ceiling to figure out where the leak was coming from. Week and a half goes by. They have not fixed the hole in the ceiling. They really haven't even looked at the problem. The only thing they've done, part of the the reason for all the water was there was a pressure buildup in a line with the laundry, uh, laundry machine. They replaced the laundry machine. That was it. All of a sudden, the next, another night that happened actually two nights ago, water starts kind of coming out a little bit from the hole that they had made. And we're like, that's weird. All of a sudden, we go back to sleep. We come back into our living room, and there it looks like a hurricane hit our home. Holes in the ceiling, holes in the walls, light fixtures, spark. It's a mess. So finally, maintenance comes out for the second time that night. The first time they came out, they really didn't take it serious, and they didn't understand what was going on. The fire department comes, and they say, listen, you guys cannot stay here. This is unsafe. So... Basically, the census we got was, hey, y'all have the option to terminate your lease or move units, and I didn't want to live there anymore, and the, the nice part was, Kale, uh, his, his well, now my close friend, I would like to associate her as that, Caroline, she's awesome, she's a doll, she's sweet, she's a good follower of Christ. Um, she has a, an apartment that she needs sublet um, in the same building as Kale. And it's much less money, and I won't be locked in for the summer. So that's where I'm moving, and that's what happened. Yeah. So it's pretty sick. We're gonna be in the same building, and it's right off of right off of Northgate. Not saying that um, I do that stuff, but I do that stuff, so I won't have to worry about Ubers anymore. Yeah. No thirty dollar. No, no thirty dollar Ubers, and I don't have to pay rent for the summer, and I'm paying a hundred and thirty bucks less for rent the months that I am there. So, cost benefit analysis, Wade. Benefit, fucking it, awesome. Cost, your favor. nothing. And it's in my favor. And Caroline is going to, she is paying two rents currently, so she's going to get some money in her pocket, and we're doing everybody a favor. It's a win-win for everybody, except for a couple. And now Kale won't have to pick me up, because the issue we've had is I live I so waste, far away. And I waste, waste so, so much, much gas. Money. Yeah, gas money. To get to where I live. Yeah. And vice versa. We all have to spend so much gas money. And we can all we can all walk to campus now. Yeah. That's going to be fun. That's the best part about living at the place that we're going, that I'm going to, that Kale's lived at. It's right off of campus. So, I mean, you can just about do anything you want. You can walk to the, to the commons. You do anything you want. You can say, you can screw on campus and come back home and walk back home. You get a lot of possibilities. Oh yeah. I mean, it's endless. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a schizophrenic's friend. You really never know who's going to be with them. You know, they could be friends with them biking one day. And then the next day they have a, a spider friend that lives in the ceiling. That's yeah. what it's like living close to campus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> if anybody's met a schizophrenic, please message me. Uh, my number six eight two three five six. Not telling you the rest. Um, <laughs> cause I've never met one, but I do have a lot of friends that I go to bed with at night that tell me that I'm schizophrenic. One's yeah. Johnny the pirate. He tries to grope me. Yeah, there's. A, you scream at night, man. I do you, scream. You talk, yeah. <laughs> I won't say what. But Wait, I do. I've heard a couple things. What? I can't remember what it was. You I just so- remember I heard you talking, and there's nobody in the living room. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Because <laughs> I'm I'm in bed, and Ooh. Alex is just chilling there, and then it's like, oh. He's screaming. <laughs> Wait, I was screaming? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the f- What is happening right now? <laughs> yeah, I have a night terror. It's a funny story. I think I've told Kale this. The best one. No, uh, tell that one. The one about Santa? Oh, Ryan. okay. Never mind. You can tell the other one. Which, uh, what's the other one? I don't want it. Not the pirate. Oh, I got your keys, by the way. Oh. Here you go. I, uh... I drive a nice car. Not really. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It is pretty nice. It's a Camaro. Well, if you're going to say that shit. Okay. It's very loud. But um, it is loud. I took the muffler off at some janky shop in the ghetto of DFW, and my car hasn't been the same since. But that's okay. I love my muffler. I love not having a muffler. I love that it's loud. But uh, my night, my worst night terror was... um. I was sleeping in my sister's room, and she had an issue with this room, right? Every time. I told you this, right? I don't remember. She would wake up, and um, she would just come out crying. She's like, I'm scared of that room. And she's 16 years old. Now, my sister's not a, a wuss. Like, she's not, she's not a, she's not, she's not scared of stuff that easily. You know, she doesn't need to sleep with her mom because she's that scared of something. But she would sleep with my mom. And so I started sleeping in that room because, Dad Gum, that bed was comfortable. And I was the only kid left in the house, and I'm the youngest. And so uh, one night I woke up, and or one morning I woke up, and my mom was like, uh, did, she was kind of mad at me. And I was like, what happened? She was like, you said some horrible things to me. Lo and behold, I woke up in the middle of my sleep. There was a Santa Claus next to my bed. I ripped off its head. I took away his skis like a thief. And then I ripped off a blade to the fan. And after all that, I proceeded to lay back down. And apparently, according to my mom, she walked in to check on me. And I called her some very nasty words. One of them being the B word. And if you say that to your mama, you deserve a whole nother level of whooping. Have you ever called your mom bitch? I don't know. I've gotten really mad and called my mom one before. What's the worst argument you've ever gotten with gotten in with your parents because i could i could probably name name one that tops the cake now i got really mad at my mom one time because she wouldn't let me go on a date with my girlfriend that is so fucking small yeah wow wait with sarah yeah i got mad about a lot of things that i shouldn't have i do but i was i was on some we were hotheads yes well i also wasn't medicated what do you mean? I'm medicated. And I didn't have medication. Oh, you are medicated. Yeah, so my brain was running on... Fumes. Fumes. Nothingness. And raw emotion. Right, yeah. So my emotion is calm. What kind of meds are they? It's Lexapro. 
the anxiety? Yeah. Oh, I forgot you're on anxiety meds. You had horrible anxiety in high school. That's why. Yeah. I remember that now. Your anxiety was horrid. This man could not do anything because of he was just worried all the time, yeah. especially social anxiety. Um, this guy could not talk to anybody. Yeah. Constantly quiet, sitting in the corner, just no. You're a little bit of a, a p word. Yeah. That's changed. I did. I got medicated. Now it's flipped. Yeah. Now he can't not talk to people. <laughs> You know? Yeah. It's great, though. Oh, yeah, it is great. Did you just take a picture of me? No. No, I did not take a picture of you. I'm not even on my phone. I look so cool right now. I'm not even on my phone right now. Yeah, he is. I am. I'm taking my headphones off for a second. Hold up. You know the... What sounds cool? Kind of like the Joe Rogan experience. Sounds cool? Cool. Sorry, I can't speak very good English. Um... Is to record the podcast, but that is a whole nother level. Kind of like Impulsive. You watch Impulsive? No. Well, it's with Logan Paul and his two buddies, which it's one of them left, right? Yeah, George. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird dynamic. He's a very strong Christian, and he's doing his own podcast, and he's spreading the gospel, and God bless him, but I mean... That was a weird dynamic. And then Mike Maljik or whatever, he's like in his 30, late 30s, I think. He's old. He's old. He's an old guy. And Logan's not old, and I don't know how, I don't know how they met. That's, that's kind of the confusing part for me. Yeah. Um, 800 dildos were just found at Andrew Tate's house. Can you show me that? Yeah, it's probably wrong. You know what? Let, that's something but that we I can. I think it's funny no matter what. We can. We can. Over we, let's 800. Let's talk about. More than 800. Let's talk about the Andrew Tate situation. How? Why do you have 800 dildos? Dude? I think that's fake. I, Oops. I, I think that's fake. I just pressed a couple buttons on the keyboard. I think that's fake. That's probably fake. You know, the, funny. The, the, funny, the thing about the Andrew Tate situation that gets me riled up. I, I think more and more generally. And I don't know what your thoughts are on this. I think the public is opening up more to him after he got canceled and he started like slowly re-implementing himself. And I think partially ha- some of that has to do with Aiden Ross. He's been a big, big, big role for the Tate brothers Yeah. in terms of their re-emergence onto social media and their uh, ideologies and beliefs pushed. But, I mean, stuff that they say, I hate to say it, I don't disagree with it. Yeah, and I think the I think a lot of people feel that way. It's just how they deliver it, and there's also the whole. You need to treat like women need to be treated this way, and that's why one of my thirty wives. And then it's like, dude, you should have just stopped there. Yeah, because now you're just contradicting yourself, and he's doing stuff that makes him sound immoral. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's a moral person, but I'm not saying he's typically immoral because I've seen him do a lot of good things for people. Yeah. But with the case, and I'm going to ask Kale about what he thinks. I didn't know this, but Tristan also, Andrew's brother, had a baby within the past three weeks, and he's not been able to see that baby. Really? That's A. And B, they're also U.S. citizens, and they are being detained with no evidence, theoretically. They're just being held in 
in jail or prison or whatever well, it may be. Has any girls even come out and said it, or is it just the Romanian police? I'm like, not gonna say. I, I'm not. I don't want to speak on that because I don't want. I don't want to invalidate any the girls I know, that come out. That won't invalidate anybody. Is that just saying have girls come out? No, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not to. Not from what I have. Not. Well, I thought somebody did, but it came out that they were just doing it for money because they were upset at Trish, or Andrew. One girl that he supposedly like did all this trafficking with or whatever, she came out and said that's wrong. I saw that. I haven't seen other women come out. I and- thought this one girl was upset that he she wouldn't buy him something. And I I don't know. I wouldn't doubt it I if he know. did do it, and I wouldn't doubt it if he. Didn't here's the do thing. It. I don't know. Sexual stuff like that, no matter how much a good per, a good a person has in them, when you when your mind is perverted, no matter how much good is in you, you can do some really messed up stuff sexually. Yeah. Because and I use the example of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. You see all those rich guys that could have morally been doing some good stuff, and I'm even going to throw Trump in the mix because he was involved with Epstein. Yeah. But. Ultimately, they're just perverted because they have money and power. Right. And that's the only thing keeping me from saying that the the Tate brothers are innocent. But I I think a lot of it does have to do with the fact that they're controversial and the fact that, I mean, to be fair, their job is dealing with OnlyFans models. That's part of their revenue. Like, that's part of their cash flow scheme is they own these models and basically market for them and get these models together and essentially brand them from my understanding and then they take a profit a cut of the profit a majority of the profit from what i also understand like 75 25 he'll take 75 the model will take 25 because without tristan or without andrew and tristan they the model wouldn't even be known yeah so i can see how this it makes sense in my mind how he could be innocent and why this even came about because of what he does but i'm not going to completely play innocent card because i think that I think that what he does, I would, I would not be surprised if he was proven guilty. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I think he's, I think he's innocent for the most part. I think that there is some fishy stuff going on, but to be that rich, you have to be doing something sketchy. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, I, he could do it. He could not. Do it. I have no idea, and I don't, I don't know all the facts with it. I'm not very educated on the situation. I just keep seeing the videos of them literally just stuck in these overnight prisons and or jails. I don't know what where they're being held, but they're just being held to be held kind of. There's not really much going on from the looks of it. And they I thought I thought Andrew was gonna I thought they're gonna get let out soon though. I thought so too. I think something happened where they're gonna be proven proven innocent. Well another thing we wanted to talk about Going away from the Andrew Tate topic and the house flooding. Weight loss. Oh, I forgot. This is going to be a good one. So Yeah. So I'll, how much talk. weight have you lost in the past? Right now I'm days? in the 220s. How so long have that take you? This. How that take you? How that take you? So I started November 9th was the day of. Yeah. So it is now right under February the three-month mark. Yeah. Um, and I am now down, I was started at 280 pounds with not as much muscle mass as I have now. And I am now down to 228. So we're looking at 52 pounds of yeah. pure fat. Yeah. And my whole thing was in high school, right before college, I was 210 and now, and then I lost 30 pounds to get to 180. 
in 30 days. In how many days? 30. 30 and 30. Oh, yeah. See, a lot the, the people like the best part about weight loss is when you start. If you are very, um, if you are very pat, like if you are very consistent, yeah, I, that yeah. first month you shred it off, dude. It was like I ate or I started eating at what two o'clock in the afternoon, and I wake up at 5 30 in the morning. So your body was fasted for a while. And my body, yeah. So my body was fasted. I stopped eating at like eight o'clock. So go I, into go into how you lost your weight, and I'll go into mine. Because what's Kale's approach? My approach was is very weight different. loss, and yeah. his approach was just get weight off and stay active. My one was more of the aspect of I had bulked up a lot when I was younger, and I wanted to, I wanted to do bodybuilding. Ultimately, I don't call myself a bodybuilder. You can't call yourself a bodybuilder until you've actually done a show, and that's my rule. Um, but I wanted to go the more bodybuilding approach, so he's gonna. Your weight loss was very interesting because you My, just wait, yeah, you just cardioed that shit off. Yeah. So what I did was during the summer, right? I'd go to bed at like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, something like that. I wake up at five thirty. I'd get my workout in. I'd go hit golf balls for an hour. I'd come back. We had a pool, so I'd swim in the pool for like thirty minutes, and then I was done doing all my active stuff at like nine o'clock and i'm usually really active out throughout the day so working out in the morning being active <laughs> active throughout the day i mean i was getting i was shredding a ton of calories and my whole deal was going to caloric right caloric defe- deficit yeah oh caloric deficit yeah yeah so that was my whole thing i had no idea like how many calories go down i just knew when i was hungry and when i wasn't so i kind of listened to the, my body for the most part um, and so that's kind of what happened for me. I just made sure that I ate less than 2,200, 2,300 calories a day. Did you ever, did you ever track your stuff? Yeah. I used my fitness pal religiously for a month. And I oh, mean, I was, I, yeah, I was tracking olive oil in my mac and cheese or whatever. Not mac and cheese. Just pasta. Pasta. Just everything. Yeah. No, it was like everything that you had put in that thing. I was tracking it. Everything was, you know, down to the teaspoon. But, um, yeah, and I shredded it off pretty fast. I got some bicep veins. And then I got to college, and I got to college 15, or the freshman 15. Yeah, everybody gets that freshman 15. Yeah. That, that, and not everybody, but. I'm back to 180 now. I'm at 180, even. Is that weight loss or weight gain? Uh, Well, I lost, like, five pounds, but that was in a matter of, like, two months. Mm. So. I've I've had a less of a caloric deficit than I did when I lost 30 pounds in 30 days. Because I was just trying to get the weight off, dude. I felt like crap. I felt so bad. I was the worst part is 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 you. It, I felt nasty. Is it happened for the both of us out of a relationship? And the worst part when that happens is not only are you out a girlfriend, you're out your looks. Yeah. And so you like takes a while. For me, I guess I'll go into mine. The first month, right, was the sh- the shittiest for me. Because I just wanted attention. I was so used to attention from a female calling me attractive every single day and doing stuff with me to absolutely nothing. Plus, I was at the heaviest I had ever been at. And I looked horrible. Like, I have some pretty very prominent facial features. And that's something that everybody points out. You know, people called me Handsome Squidward in high school when I was skinny. 
because yeah. my cheekbones are very up, to, you know, just very, they're just there. Um, I have a decently, you know, defined jaw and chin. And that's not me being arrogant. That's just our family is very, very defined facial features. But my face was just fluff and fat. And my gut was just so overhanging that, like, my side view, I was just wide. And you could see my gut and everything. I didn't really have much, like, leg fat. I had a decent amount around my thighs. But, like, most of my weight loss, like, I haven't seen much change in my thighs. I have. But it's all just came from my midsection. Like, it's all just been shredded off. And so for me, that first month... Which is funny because I've been doing so well that I have not had to move my calories for three months and I'm still consistently shredding off weight. Um, so basically, right when I started losing weight because of a breakup. Um, and so that day, all I started doing was eating at what I thought was my maintenance, like my basic metabolic rate, which I assumed was about from from past experience and from calculators it's about 2300 to 20, 2400 calories if i do not move a single muscle that day my body can burn that and so my whole theory was okay i'm going to eat that uh, cuz i don't want to lose all this muscle because i know i'm going to look good with this muscle and i'm just going to and my caloric deficit is my activity level so any activity i do is going to be my caloric deficit so i would do intense weight training almost a hit style very little rest time lots of supersets I would usually try and do some cardio. I would always aim for 10,000 steps. And with that, I was I was burning like 1,500 calories a day, maybe 2,000. So I was in a huge deficit every day. So I just shredded off. Man, in that first month, it was like 20 pounds. Last month, it was 20 pounds. It's slowing down. But that's also because my body is adjusting to lower to lower body fat so it doesn't it doesn't need as much energy. That's my thing now is I'm eating kind of the same as I did when I lost 30 pounds in 30 days. And it's slowing down. But it's slowing down. It's like... And it's not insane. Like, I'm still losing weight. But yeah, it's not. I lost five pounds in a month. Like, it's not like I'm not losing weight. Yeah. But now I'm losing good weight. It's I good guess. weight. You're just yeah. losing the. You're just losing fat. I'm losing the extra fat I got on. And uh, something important that I've that I've kept in mind with this whole weight loss this whole weight loss journey is again I've just been eat, I've been eating the same amount. Instead of crashing your calories, this is my philosophy. Instead of crashing your calories, just increase your activity. If instead of instead of dropping, let's say, instead of dropping your calories by 200, which that's a lot. So for me to go from like 2,400 calories to 2,200 calories. That's a decent amount of, of, of protein and carbohydrates and maybe some fats that I get to miss out on just just for that extra caloric deficit when you could go out and run two miles, take 15 minutes out of your day, and burn those 200 calories. So it's just different. It's perspective. And for me, I would much rather just keep increasing my activity until I can't anymore. And if you can get your body, because cardio, it's a metabolism booster. And your body, that's why you see all of those triathlon athletes shredded to the bone. Their body can can handle that amount of calories. Some of those guys eat four or 5,000 a day, but they're doing so much cardio activity and so much, they're just so active that their body is just capable of burning that off because it needs it. Yeah. But the sedentary lifestyle a lot of Americans live, it's really sad because nobody, I feel like, you're, you know what we're going to go into? I'm going to talk about the 
unsuccessful part of diet because I had a year and a half of unsuccessful dieting. Okay. And something that I think is interesting, Americans, what we like to do, instead of doing small changes, we like to do big changes. And yes. instead of to doing productive changes, for example, if you have a guy that's super overweight and sedentary, instead of telling him just get active, we tell them get active, eat less, and eat different foods, especially for all of these fad diets. That's the popular thing with keto. Uh, you need to work out. You also need to cut out all sources of carbohydrates, and you need to clean up the proteins and fats you're eating. Oh, with the, it's all just so it's it's not productive, and it doesn't. It's it's not it's not long term is the the word I'm looking for. Most diets aren't going to be long term. Um, keto, I hate keto. Yeah. I think keto's stupid. I think. I think what keto can do if you do it properly is fantastic, but nobody, I don't, nobody has I have met for that. 20 plus people that have tried keto. All of them have put the weight back on a, every single one of them B the ones that it did work for. were doing really good during it. But again, once they came off of it, they got really sick. Their yeah. body got physically sick and C. I just, it's again, it's not long term. It's not the only person I know that's successfully done it for a while is Tristan Lee. And that man's a different breed. And he also is an unhealthy, low, unhealthily low body fat percentage. It's not healthy, the the, the little amount of body fat that he has on him. Um, which is why, I, from my understanding, he bulked up. But that's a whole nother story. Um, um, also, side note, uh, I'm going to stop this at in eight minutes. Okay. Because we got to get out. Um, but yeah, keep going. I've kind of taken this over, but dieting is my, is my yeah, dieting's your thing. I love Which, personal training and I yep. love dieting and I love, I love learning about food and I take time out of my day to try and learn about food because eating addiction is one of those things that I have such a soft spot for because humans need food, but then we're told you need to eat, but then you need to eat the right foods, but then you can't overeat the right foods. But then if you eat bad foods, it need to be in moderation, but then don't get, it's a whole, it's, it's overcomplicated. Yes. Um, I think it's easy. It, it's, it is, but most people don't know that. And ever and again, America, and I think just the fitness world in general likes to overcomplicate this. Like when I was thinking about doing this weight loss, it was very complicated because I had people telling me, Hey, you need to start out at this many calories. And after this many weeks, drop it to this. If you are losing weight and you know you're in a caloric deficit, keep it going. If you start plateauing, increase your activity a little bit, drop your food a little bit, your body will just readjust and start losing just as much weight. I think we scare people away so much from weight loss, again, because we overcomplicate it. We yep. don't need all these fad diets. You need it. For me, I paid attention to my caloric intake and my protein intake. That's it. That's that's. I would say that's the healthiest advice I've heard. There's a lot of fitness guys I hear. They say, "Don't worry about your other crap. Just worry about what cal how many calories you're eating and if you're getting enough protein." Yeah. Because I've come to figure this out, and this is kind of also controversial. Many people will tell you, "Oh, you can't do this while cutting in a caloric deficit. Like you can't build muscle. You can't. You can if you are eating adequate protein and you are fueling your body with the proper micronutrients. You can do just about anything on weight loss. Weight loss can be a very um, multifaceted experience. Yeah. You can, you can, you can get a lot done with weight loss. Like you can get big 
Like you can you can add some muscle, you can lose that body fat, and you can clear up your skin. You can do a lot of stuff. You can, which is what I what which is what happened to me. Like my life took a complete 180. My skin got better. I added muscle mass. I lost a bunch of body fat. My heart is having a better time functioning. Like I don't have palpitations as much anymore because I don't have so much body fat. Um, I don't get winded as easily. I sleep better. So. There's a lot of good that goes into weight loss, yeah. and it's sad that it's so overcomplicated. Yeah, I'm losing weight right now, and I'm uh, lifting more weight than I did five pounds yeah. ago. I don't know. It's it's one of those things. My protein intake is not where it needs to be, though, and I know that. Protein intake is difficult, especially it is. If, if it's expensive. It's if very you, expensive. If it's store-bought, and then even, or if it's expensive if it's pre-made, and then even if it's store-bought, it's still expensive, and you have to make it. Yeah. Like paying... Two some two dollars and ninety eight cents for a pound of chicken, like that's just and then having to cook that whole pound of chicken and eat that whole pound of chicken, it's not easy. It's time consuming and it's money consuming. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's hard. It's hard. It's there's a lot that goes into it. Um, I'm trying to remember. It, yeah. That's all I have to really say about weight loss. Yeah. We, do, you want, do you want to switch up the topic for the last five minutes? Sure, yeah. All right. It was good talking about weight loss. Just remember, if you, yeah. if you want to lose it, just just eat in a caloric deficit and just don't let, don't, don't let people overcomplicate it and tell you otherwise. But just keep in mind, fats are a lot of calories. That's what I tell people. Right. Um, I'll switch it up. Uh, outer Banks. Season three, right? Season three, baby. I okay. The first season. Avery was telling me about that. Y'all need to watch it together. I'm gonna watch it with Alex. Um, the first season, I didn't want to watch because I thought it was stupid and I thought it was girly and all it, that. It did seem girly. Yeah, and so I started watching it at seven o'clock at night on a weekday. I had school the next morning, and I woke up or I look up at my clock and it's six o'clock in the morning. I watched it all night, and I go. I got to get to school. So I go to school, all that. But basically, I watched season one in one day. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Like I overnight? Season, you, yeah. didn't go to, you didn't go to bed? Yeah. Season two came out. I watched it in a day. I started at like eight in the morning, and I don't know when I finished it. I forgot. That's pretty sus. Dude, I love Outer Banks. And so when season three comes out, it'll take me, guess how many days? One day. One day. I will watch it max 24 hours. Max is only 24 hours in a day. Oh, Max, as in it'll only take you 24 hours. Yeah. Max. I I only watched a little bit. It's a bitter taste in my mouth because I started that show with my ex. Yeah. So. My that, ex told me to watch it, but I don't give a shit. I still love that show. <laughs> for me, I'm personally waiting for that that last part of Stranger Things to come out. Dude. Yeah. That's which which season was your favorite? I th- Three was mine. Uh, I love season three. See, no, that was because that's when they were in the mall. Yeah. But I love that one. I personally, I know a lot of people will differ from that, and I know that's a hot take. I know a lot of people don't agree with that, but I personally, well, season three is best for me. For me, personally, because epi- or season two, what happened in season two? That was like uh, the mind flare season. I liked the mind flare because Will uh, was it Will came back. Yeah, Will's having like that thing on the back of his neck, and he's like, "Oh my god," you know. That this, that's the season. That's when Billy got killed and went crazy. No, that was season three. 
because Billy dies. No, season all. three was also the Mind Flayer one. Bo, no, they were both. Yeah, Mind Flayer started in season two. Okay. And then it kind of. No, then I think I might three. say season three. Season one, I just like it. I like I like Eleven having some personality. Season one was just too slow and they were too young. Yeah, and Eleven's like, Eleven. Like, that's all she says. It's like, uh, what's the tree from Guardians of the Galaxy? Groot? Groot, yeah. Yeah. Eleven is like Groot in the first season, and it pisses me off. Like, bro, say something. Let's go. You, do you tell that to the shy kid in class? <laughs> <laughs> I was a shy yeah, kid in class in high school. <laughs> Did you wish somebody said told you that? Every time anybody would be like, Hawk and speak up, I'd be like, I'd cower into my chair because I didn't like talking. Yeah. I went off one time in class, I remember. On who? Uh, it was an English teacher, and everybody liked it because she was like going off on everybody, and so I went off on her. I forgot her name. She was old. Graves? No. She's the PSAT teacher. She was super sweet, but there was one day she just pissed me off. But after that, we were cool. I think she knew that I was kind of like, okay. It wasn't um, Declan O'Donnell's mom, was it? No. Well... But- yeah. All right. We're in the last little minute, but yeah, Stranger Things season three is incredible. Uh oh, season four, the guitar scene. Oh my gosh. Oh my! With um, beautiful. What was that Hunk's name? Uh. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said Hunk. That's a little Bob. No, but not Bobby. Billy. Bi- no. No. Dead Everybody gunning. liked him. He was a good character. Uh. Um. Uh, he's long hair and likes Metallica. He played Master Puppets. I love Metallica, by the way. If none of y'all know that, Metallica's great. Uh, personal favorite. Uh, actually, I can't say Inner Sandman. I love Inner Sandman, but that's too basic. That is too. Well, From but Who the it, Bell Tolls. I love that song. Here's my whole thing with popular songs. They're popular for a reason. If you want to like it, like it. Yeah. Like I just want to rock by Lil Uzi Vert. I'm uh, going ham on that ever. Are you time. looking up the Stranger Things thing? Because I got to find that before this episode ends. Mm, no, I'm not. Eddie. 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 Yes. I knew yeah, it was some good basic, guy. basic white name. Eddie. Good guy. That's not a basic white name. Um, but yeah, so the guitar scene, season three, Stranger Things, uh, watch Outer Banks season three when it comes out. And if you haven't yet, watch Peaky Blinders. Um, Tommy Shelby's a beast. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. But I'm going to cut this podcast a little bit shorter than we wanted, but, um, still should be pretty good. Uh, yeah. That, you know, that was, it was a, it was a, okay, it was a, this was a decent episode. We have been running around like chicken. Yeah. Head, cut I, off I haven't day. stopped and I haven't eaten. And, um, we're thinking about doing something really interesting, getting students involved with drama around campus. Dude. That would be We're cool. thinking more like you're thinking. I didn't know that was brought up, but all right. Oh, well, yeah. You know, I was thinking about it Okay, because you know, that would be cool. But anyway, we're gonna we're it's gonna be a little surprise next episode. We're gonna try to do these consistently Monday, Friday, um, and bring y'all some high quality content. There's a nice studio here, so um, we're gonna use it. And we are gonna use it's it. It's free. And Might if you well. if there's any suggestions, um, we will give our social media links. Um, yeah. Uh, you can you can actually uh, Instagram DM, DM me at Zach dot Hawk. Yeah, that is Z A C H dot H A W K. Which I'll just put mine in the freaking description on the Spotify. Uh, I'll upload these to Spotify at some point, hopefully today, which is Friday. Um, so I'll get this out. And then we'll have hopefully regular episodes. And hope, Yeah, hopefully regular episodes. Keep it going. we got to get Aiden on the podcast. But that's Zach. I'm Kale. And we're signing off. We're signing off. We're out.